Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I played a lot of Dark Souls 3 in a very short period of time. That you did. Yeah, we're, we're, if you didn't figure it out, Dark Souls 3, everybody. <laughs> You played a lot of this after getting up with a small child in the middle of the night. And uh, before bed, yep. while you're feeding or just sitting with a Passing baby. Passing out yeah. on the couch, yep. Yeah, this is a lot of me. You've seen me play it before. I get this mixed up with Bloodborne, and then I also watched you play a lot of Demon Souls. They're very similar games. We also had a very lengthy conversation where you were talking about when you were playing Bloodborne. And I was like, when did you start playing Bloodborne? And you were like, several weeks ago, you watched me play it. Like, my brain is just not here anymore. Yeah, it's... uh, (laughs) They all mesh together. (laughs) Our child is two and a half weeks old. So while he requires lots of cuddling, lots of changing diapers, lots of feeding... He sleeps a, a lot. lot, and interaction with him is maybe, if we're lucky, 20 to 30 minutes where he's fully awake. Yes. Also, as a side note, you might hear our dog eating food in the background right now. He decided to eat his lunch as soon as we started his podcast. And by lunch, we mean his breakfast, because we pour it in the morning. He tends to not eat it until the afternoon. Yes. And then he wants dinner right on time. He's so weird. He is a weird dog. Yes. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I, we digress. <laughs> yep. We have more time to do stuff that we... I normally would never have this much time to just sit and play a video game. I almost feel like it's early college, late high school. Kind of, yeah. Time frame right now because we're both off work for a little while. Yeah. Off work, there's no homework. There's just taking care of a small child. And cleaning. We do our chores in the morning. Yes. Our afternoons drag. I'm impressed that it's already after 2 p.m. today, even though this is going to go up Friday morning. Yeah, we have people visiting at different points, which is nice. We get to see some people. We went out the other day. Sorry, this is our life and not a video game. But just, just saying that you might get a few more video games than normal because I have so much more time yes to sit and play games and maybe i'll even get her to play one when she gets more motivated until of course baby requires more attention in which case we'll yes when they're not a little sack of potatoes yes uh, don't get me wrong we love him this <laughs> He's way so cute i love him but when he grows up it'll be more fun at that point to, to yeah. interact with him more anyway he eats and sleeps and that's about it <laughs> dark souls 3 yes i'll cover a synopsis real quick because uh, this game's been out for a while uh, it was released March 24, 2016 by the company From Software. I put a space in there on this word, but it's From Software, all one word. That's okay. They can't see our notes. I can. And it's just, I realized that afterward. Uh, I think produced by Bandai Namco. Uh, they've done all of them at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, this is the third and final of the Dark Souls series, but it, it stems its roots from Demon Souls and also Bloodborne. The I think all the games are Demon Souls, Dark Souls... It was either Bloodborne or Dark Souls Two, mm-hmm. and then Dark Souls Three. Okay. After the in that in, in that order, uh, Demon Souls and Bloodborne are different games altogether, and then Dark Souls is technically a series, and this is the end of that series. Gotcha. 
Uh, it takes place in the kingdom of Lothric. Uh, I think it's a different kingdom for each uh, each of the Soul series. Your character is known as an unkindled. Uh, that's an undead. Uh, the theory. This is a lot of fan theory, by the way, guys. They don't actually tell you any of this. A lot of this is pieced together by fans who play the game, who've read through all the lore that they can, read through every weapon, every ideal to get this. So when I'm telling you this, don't take this as gospel, but this is the best that I could find for the story, not having done such an in-depth dive with the game. I'm I'm very surface level to kind of getting below the surface in terms of the story myself. Um, they basically said that you're you're an undead, that your body was burned to ash trying to ignite the flame of this world. Um, your goal in this game is to bring the Lords of Cinder back to their thrones and link the flame once again to keep the world from falling into darkness. Um, again, like I said, this is mostly pieced together by fans of the game. Cool. Yeah, there's not a lot of like uh, story-driven stuff as you're playing, but Demon Souls was like that too. All of them, yeah, like that. It's a lot of you figuring it out as you're playing. I think Demon Souls even gave you more story than Dark Souls did a little bit, yeah. And I think if you played all three, you'd have a better idea of the overarching story. Okay. But all I know, and I'll get into it when we actually go into the story a little bit more. But that's kind of like the general synopsis of it. Excellent. Do you want to move on to reviews? I would love to hear some reviews. Okay. Because they're only on my computer, so you can't see what I pulled. <laughs> it says reviews here on my on my notes. So I'm That's excited. all it says on mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Metacritic. This has an eighty nine from critics and an eight point nine from users. So it is up there and pretty much almost in an exact agreement. It is exactly the same. So for the positive, I grabbed GameSpot. So it says, obstacles come in a variety of grotesque forms along the way. Hulking giants and feral dogs, ancient knights and suicidal monks. Each enemy is a unique threat, and in groups, they grow more dynamic and punishing, demanding a flexible approach to combat. Dark Souls 3 is also clever in way in the way it plays on your false sense of comfort. Many deaths come when you underestimate an enemy you've killed dozens of times before. The danger is always lurking. In the long run, survival requires patience. This is true throughout. There's a certain cadence to the combat, a certain pattern to each enemy that's only discernible when you take time to observe it. So they really liked the combat. Uh huh. That's why you play play these games. <laughs> so the negative, I grabbed Polygon, and they said the vast majority of your time in Dark Souls Three will be spent in castles or the stone walkways of villages built beneath those castles. There's a swamp. There are some catacombs. It's all stuff we've seen before, and while I wouldn't expect a game with no repeated themes, I was disappointed at how few surprises Dark Souls 3 had waiting, just for the settings. So they didn't enjoy the overall scenario. Yeah, they likened it to being very repetitive, which honestly, some of the worlds, me bouncing in and out as often as I did, sometimes I couldn't quite tell that you were in a different world sometimes. It was just like a different church that you were in. So setting-wise, personally, personally, mm-hmm. I liked Demon Souls the best. Actually, you know, I, I take that back. I liked Bloodborne the best. Uh, yes, I'd agree with that because I liked watching you play Bloodborne. Very gothic horror. Mm-hmm. And it starts off, well, it actually starts off, yeah, as gothic horror. And then it switches to Lovecraftian horror in this gothic horror setting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Demon Souls, I would say I liked the best next, but maybe that's because I played it first, and so it might be more of a nostalgia thing than anything else. I was talking uh, with a friend of mine, and Demon Souls 
very much reminds me of what if Castlevania, the series, had decided to make a Bloodborne game. That's what it reminds me of. Gotcha. If the Demon Souls specifically, if like they decided like we want to make Castlevania into this without a vamp, the only thing missing is a vampire, <laughs> and you would have it would be Castlevania. Okay. This is the way I w- the direction I wish Castlevania would have gone with their games, but from software made their own thing, and I'm gonna love and play the life out of it. So that's all that matters to me. Fair enough. I would. I like the setting so much that I don't care. And I never played Dark Souls 2. I watched some videos of it, but I never played it. You've said that's like the least favorite from fans. Like it's the yeah, worst, quote unquote. Yeah, it's the one they say it's the worst. People still play it. Yeah. I, I think I think it's got a little bit of a... Cult uh, following? It's got the cult following, but it's from software. They just said it was the weakest entry. Oh, fair but then enough. again, Dark Souls was... Demon Souls itself was amazing. Dark Souls was mind-boggling and... Bloodborne is amazing. Mm-hmm. So they did three really, really good games. And I think so. I think Dark Souls 2 was very buggy and felt lackluster to a lot of people. Well, and I, as I told you when I was looking these up, um, I think it was IGN I went to first, which is what I usually do. And all of their complaints were all of the bugs and glitches and everything on day one. And I'm like, well, we're playing this, you know, five years after the fact. I can't really put that as a negative. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so yeah, 20, uh, you know, 2021, the game is fully done. All the expansions are out and everything. And of course, they're working on Elden Ring, which I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. But Dark Souls 3, every, all the glitches are out of it. I, I guess the scenario is similar to Dark Souls 1, but it's been so long since I played the original Dark Souls that I don't remember. Okay. So that's kind of, for me, it's it's all fresh for me when I'm playing it. Even now, I don't remember, I didn't remember much of it from 2016, so I was very happy to just sit and play through it again. And I have never played any of them, so <laughs> I'm just sitting here. Yeah, I mean, you watched, this one is a lot more me than you. I don't know if you even enjoy watching me play these games. They seem too stressful for you, I feel like. Some of them are when you get stuck on a big boss you are very much the kind of person where you have to play and play and play until you beat it. Whereas I'm like three times and I need a break or I'm going to throw the controller through the television. Mm -hmm. So watching you be like, nope, I'm going to get it. And then again and again, you're like not dodging correctly and your timing's off and you're getting frustrated and then I'm getting frustrated. It's a lot. There's one boss that I gave up on. I'll get into that in a minute. That's fine. Let me do some gameplay here real quick. So the Souls series, and I'm just going to call it Souls Born, is technically what they call it because of Bloodborne being a non-Souls title. That's fine. Uh, It actually is its own genre now. And it's titled Souls-like. People refer to games that are of this caliber as a Souls-like game. Returnal. Returnal. It gets it gets that category, mm-hmm. um, but ca- it, it, that's also a roguelike where yeah, this one's not really a roguelike. Yeah, uh, but there's leveling, exploration, looting, uh, leveling up your weapons and character, uh, different magic that you can use. It's very much a classic RPG. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons experience almost, where you can make your character whatever you want it to be, and then expand out from there. But the gameplay is punishing. It's very difficult. 
but I'll also argue that it's not later on and I'll explain why. But the gameplay for a lot of people, if you're just getting into it, is incredibly difficult. It doesn't hold your hand other than a very, very, very basic tutorial in the beginning. It throws you at a boss right away mm-hmm. that since I started playing again, I have not lost to him once. Excellent. But I remember when I first started playing, I think I died 20 times before I beat that <laughs> boss. And so if you're not into learning patterns of enemies, this is not the game for you. But uh, Souls-like games, like you said before, uh, Returnal, Neo 1 and 2 is a very, very yep. similar type, but it's a samurai and they created their own system. They kind of, all these games differentiate themselves a little bit from Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more recent one is an indie one called Grime. I think that just came out. Okay. I think that's PC only, uh, but it looks it looks pretty good, but it's a 2D platformer version of it. Gotcha. Uh, even Breath of the Wild, uh, Zelda took cues. Uh, from Dark Souls in terms of like the combat. Yeah. When you played Breath of the Wild, the first goblin killed me, I think. The Bogoblin that I fought killed me because I had no idea what was going on. It was either that or the when you got to the Moblins slightly farther out, the larger dudes, yeah, like, the giant spears. Uh, and the uh, turrets, the the uh, walkers that yes. shoot at you, those things killed me. I, reflecting the shield, the timing, the combat requires more precision. Once you get used to it, you're fine. I just want to pull up like the tinkling piano that causes <laughs> <laughs> the whole. We don't need our whole audience to panic at the same time if you do that. Yeah, guardians. Mm. That's yeah, what the they guardians. are. A lot of games have decided that this is the j- direction the industry is going, mm-hmm. and in a really way, I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And in some regards, not that there isn't a place for other types of games. I just really like this type of gameplay the souls like gameplay is kind of the i'd say the past 10 years has kind of reshaped the industry in a, in a, in a good way in my opinion okay We've got some really really fun enjoyable games out of that even ratchet and clank is not easy no it's not souls like but no. it's not easy at no. the same time it game like if unless you're playing on like the most easy mode it's tough yeah yep i'd agree with that all right i'm gonna do some story and then I'm going to kind of cut back and talk about the Soul series in general and kind of explain me my take on it and what I feel about it. Because there's not this game's old. I, I can I talk about the endings, but they really aren't. They really don't tell you anything. No. There's about four endings to the game. One of them is you reunite the flame. This okay. This is 2016. If you don't want to hear it, spoilers. You can skip ahead like a minute, and you'll get back into this. The second ending is you decide to snuff out the flame of the world and let darkness come back in. The third would be you um, you can kill the flame keeper that's snuffing out the world, and you take the flame for yourself. And the fourth is called the observation of flame, where you basically take over the whole. You take over the world with the new flame rather than just keeping the current one alight. It's a long, convoluted quest line that apparently I did when I first played the game. <laughs> That's hilarious. But Because I have the achievement for it. So it's like, Excellent. oh, okay, I don't need to do this one. Excellent. Thank goodness. <laughs> and so I'm only missing actually the easiest ending where you just beat the game and light the fire. Apparently I never did that one. I've done every other ending but the, the first one you're supposed to do. That's hilarious. So go me, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so this is I actually like the fan theory and this is just one of the fan theories of the story but this is the one I think resonates with me the most Uh, again this is all put together by fans from software does not tell people 
what the story is at all. They 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 have their story, but then they let the fans kind of build on it outside of whatever they put in the lore. You kind of have to figure out. So there's these really powerful creatures called the Lords of Cinders, and they're the ones that keep the world flame alit. And they abandoned their thrones because they want to let this world perish. And when you're walking around uh, this world, it's very it's very dirty and grimy and everyone's undead or everything's falling apart. All the creatures are horrifying. They're monstrosities. There's very few human-like creatures left. And the main protagonists are either monsters, giants, or they're just, you know, some kind of amalgamation of, like, one of them, St. Aldrich, was this revered saint that just eats everybody. He just eats everyone. He's Mm -hmm. a cannibal that's a giant slug monster. Disgusting. So everyone that's uh, relevant and needs to be you know, taken care of. They're just, they're all monstrosities and they've decided that it's better to let this world burn than, and let darkness overtake it and let the world kind of re- rebuild itself than let this one continue. So in, in essence, it basically gives it, the bosses more of a depth because they're not just bad guys. They, yes, okay, they want the world to end, but their reasoning is that it's just so, so corrupt that they don't want it to exist anymore. So you are technically not all good because you are, in one, you're trying to save the world, but you can also choose to let it end as well if you want. But also your character is trying to let this corrupt world stay alive. So it's kind of an odd uh, odd twist on the, the, the generic story, and I, I enjoyed that fan theory okay. the most. Even the last boss, you see all these ash of all the, all the times the flame was lit and kept lit. And it's just one tiny little ember left rather than a big fire, so. That last boss was terrible, and you battling him was very frustrating for me. It took me like five, six tries. You finally got somebody that... I did. I got to summon somebody that and somebody to help me. Yes, that really actually well. helped. Yeah, we took... Once we that guy helped, we took him down in like less than two minutes. Yeah, it was amazing when you got someone, because you had somebody else that kind of helped... But they didn't make it to the second stage of the boss, and that's what you really needed. And we got the boss down to the first stage in, like, less than a minute. And then the second phase, we got him down in, like, less than two minutes. Yeah. It was really quick. Yes. It was awesome. (laughs) So, I'm going to... Here's my first argument. The Dark Souls series and the Soulsborne series in general is known for having being, like, turned up to 11 at all times. This one goes to 11. (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to argue that a little bit. I think it is a very challenging game for people who just want a very casual gaming experience. Mm-hmm. You want to sit down, you want to play something real fast and you want to get in and out and not you you game for the relaxation one, but two you just don't you just want to kind of let your mind turn off. These games your mind doesn't turn off. You're constantly moving, dodging, weaving, you're learning patterns as you're playing, you're figuring out what's going on it's challenging only in the fact if you become complacent with yourself like you said in that review or you find yourself not uh not wanting to learn like if you don't want to learn the game you're just going to fail every time and it's not going to hold your hand there's no easy setting in this game Mm -mm. i would argue that they could use more accessibility options because i think there's a lot of people who would play this game you know, if you're colorblind, for instance, it'd be nice if they had a colorblind mode for people who want to play a game like this, but they just can't. Right. I think those accessibility options are not required, but I think are very nice additions because you can extend it to more people that can play this game. 
I don't want them to ramp down the difficulty to make it so everybody can play this game. I can't see them doing that if they haven't for five games so far. No, a lot of people complain that they're too difficult, they're too hard. No, they're not. You just don't want to... They either don't A, don't have the time, or B, don't want to make the time to learn and play a game that gets challenging. Or they're like me, and they want to hack and slash their way through. I'm a button masher, and you cannot... You cannot... You can't just run through no. this game. You have to... It's slow it's like, and... It's like two hits per boss. Like, two hits, and then you gotta dodge. Yeah, if you get two think. hits, and think and figure out what they're gonna do, and move around. Yeah, I Sometimes there's it. a gimmick to it you have to figure out. I like that. I think it's incredibly enjoyable. Again... If you don't want to do something like that, the game might just just it's just not for you. And I, I don't like saying that about a game because it's kind of a cop out of an answer, but it's true. You have to work hard and you have to want to get better. And they don't have to make a game that just holds people's hands. They don't have to make it that way. And in fact, I'm going to argue that this this type of game has ruined a lot of other video games for me because the reward is so good after you figure out a section or you finally make it through a section you don't get that feeling from other games Mm, okay i'm really happy zelda breath of the wild went the way it did because i felt rewarded when i beat tough enemies when you beat some of those guardians for the first time it's incredibly rewarding and then the fact that you get so you do so well later on shows that they took a page out of it Playing the original Zeldas, there's not much challenge. It's no. You shoot a boss three times, then a gimmicky shot, and then that's all you have to do. There's a lot more involved. When you beat the lightning um, Ganon creature or whatever, the light, what, what is it? The, the lightning, the, the giant camel. Oh, uh, Thunderblight Ganon. Ganon. When you beat him the first time, that was incredibly I rewarding. I hate him so much. That boss was hard. I hate him so much. <laughs> I thought... Something like that is incredibly awesome. I truly love that ideal of game. And From Software is the reason why I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah. Can we just... You had to, didn't I you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking about the Guardians. Our whole our whole audience is in full panic now. It's They're looking, looking over their shoulders. <laughs> They're freaking out. Oh, God. Someone crashed a car. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry. No. <laughs> it was worth it. Again, Returnal, same thing. Oh, that yeah. game doesn't hold your hand. No. It just throws you in, and it is one difficulty, and you figure it out as you go. Yes. I like games that don't coddle the player, and I also like the, the thrill of finally beating a boss. And every once in a while, there's something like, again, the third boss was not enjoyable for me in Returnal. There's some parts of Dark Souls that I'm like, I don't love this. It's it's not too difficult. It's just I conceptually can't figure it out. What's the one boss that you told me you absolutely hate? In, in Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 3? Was it the... I don't want to call it the Bride. Oh, it is the Dancer of... Yes. Dancer of Boreal Valley is what her name is. You enter a church, and it's a very early area you can get to, and there's a lady sitting there. In order to progress, to get into the castle, you actually kill the woman in the chair. And what happens is this giant monstrosity falls from the ceiling, and it just whoops your butt if you don't know what you're doing, or Mm -hmm. you can't get somebody to help you distract it so you guys can trade hits in on the boss. Yes, yeah, you started doing that when you said... I absolutely hate this one. I die every single time I play it. 
and you made it to like the second the back half of it and i'm like oh that wasn't bad and you're like just wait and then she whips out like two swords and <laughs> it gets absolutely horrifying and i'm bad with my timing her her swings are not overly fast sometimes they are but it's her patterns are there i'm just really bad at my timing mm-hmm. and again it's a lot of timing where you have to get in get a hit or two and back away or work your way around so you don't yep. hit but then she'll throw an aoe so you have to get out of the way of those and i'm just not i actually really like that boss fight i think it's very well done i'm just very bad at it and there's a secret boss you can get to in this area called the dragon peaks which is also a very hidden area and I can't, I've never beat that boss. I've never beaten the secret boss of that game. He flies in a dragon. I can beat the dragon every time. And oh, I yes. Can take I, about yep. a fourth to a third of his health off, and I just die because I, my timing is just, I'm really, really bad with my timing. Yep. Yeah. You did attempted that one twice while I was watching. And I beat you, the dragon both times. Yep. Almost without fail. And then he kills me real fast after that. Yep. The other one that was tough for you until you got two people to help you was the... Uh, the princes. Yes, the princes. Yeah. There's two princes that you fight and he just swings around and teleports around the map and it's... You kill him and then he resurrects his brother... And, and then has you have to less keep, health. But you have to keep knocking the brother down to kill the one that's resurrecting him because yep. he'll keep resurrecting him. So the whole yep. goal is to hit him, knock him down, knock the brother down, and then, you know, go from there. And I got two people to help me kill that one. Yes. Which is fine. I actually think that's okay that they made a system where I can summon people to help me. It's really cool. It's enjoyable. Also, if you are attempting to play with someone else... And you need their help. What was it? You have to be within 10 levels of each other. Within 10 levels of them. Otherwise, they can't jump in. I was trying to help my friend out and I couldn't get into his game. It was very sad. He also couldn't get his PlayStation headphones to work. That was pretty funny. He kept calling me. (laughs) But this this from software has ruined other games for me. Not ruined. That's not a correct way of saying it. Because I still enjoy other games. I just find that the the thrill and the reward of playing through them is not as good as playing through a From Software game. Because of the steep challenge and the hill you have to climb to get a victory and you just feel so accomplished once you make it to that point. That playing other games are still really enjoyable. It, the, the same reason the Final Fantasy VII remake, the second, ha- the second playthrough, the hard mode, mm-hmm. was so much fun for me. <laughs> I did not watch that. You already saw the first half. Uh, yep, I did. It, the game didn't change. I know. It was just uh, more It was more difficult. Mm-hmm. It was so good, though. <laughs> Dark Souls 3, guys, is awesome. I really recommend it. It's. I would say it's up there in the pinnacle of a gaming experience if you're willing to put in the time. If you have the time to invest to get better at it and it's a game that you don't mind learning patterns and learning a challenge, it is not a, I can run through this and just beat everything head on. You have to be able to dodge or block. You have to be willing to learn how to deal with bosses that way. And and enemies, you have to learn their patterns. You have to understand what they're going to do and figure out what to do when you're fighting them. There's a lot of secret pathways. There's a lot of different environments. Again, they complained about them. I think they're great. And it's it's a good point to jump in the series as the story is almost irrelevant to me. It, it's all about the gameplay. Yeah, it's just action. If you really want to get into it, they did make a remaster of the original Dark Souls. So it, it looks almost like Dark Souls 3 in terms of graphics. 
Not, of course, nearly as good as De- the Demon Souls remake. Well, which is yeah, that's gorgeous, just for the PS5. Which is just amazing. But Dark Souls 3 on the PS5 runs really well, if anyone's wondering. There's still some load times. They're definitely shortened from the PS4 iteration of it. For sure. It's good. We're, overall. we're spoiled with our load time. My yeah. load time machine. <laughs> from a complete outsider's perspective, what do you? what would you rate this game? Just watching me play. Watching you play when I'm not feeling frustrated by watching you play, I'd give it an eight and a half. And okay. when you're struggling with a boss, I'd give it like a solid seven. Yeah. Six and a half, seven. It gets frustrating for you. It does. The fact that you don't get overly frustrated, like that one time for near Automata, with oh, the credits. I, I was livid. Yeah. Absolutely livid at that that scene. Yes, and that was what was supposed to happen too. We just didn't know it. But the fact that you're you get frustrated, but you stay relatively calm. I don't get as stressed out. Like if I was playing this game, this would be like a six for me. I I even go with a five for you. <laughs> you're good. I think you could probably do some areas once if you sit really sat down to play. You'd probably be okay. You guys can also probably hear the garbage people outside. Oh, Because their trucks are so loud. Everything's loud around here. It's true. I think you would be fine if you sat down and actually played it. It's just willing to learn and get through it. I it could takes... shoot fireballs at things. I could do that class, probably. Yeah, I can get you a sorcerer build. <laughs> I won't make you no. play. I won't make you play. <laughs> I got enough stress it does already. Make, it does make me... Re- <laughs> Honestly... It, I'm really stoked for Elden Ring, you guys. The the new From Software game, it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. It's like Lord of the Rings meets, you know... Dark Souls. Dark Souls. That's what it is, though. It's George R.R. Mm-hmm. R. Martin, though. And, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the director's name. I feel really bad. It's not a Miyazaki. Is it Miyazaki? I don't think so. Hold on. Hold on, we're going to look this... I, I want to get this right. Elden Ring. da 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 where is the thing? I'm going to pause our audacity. Right, pause. <laughs> Technical difficulties, music. <laughs> you hey, were right. It is Miyazaki. I had no idea. Mi- had no idea. Miyazaki and R.R. Martin uh, came together, and this game just looks so good, you guys. But uh, my rating for Dark Souls 3 is a 9. Okay. It's a solid 9. It's not perfect, and maybe it's not perfect because I'm bad at it. <laughs> I'm trying other classes and I'm not good with them, and it just makes me want to go back and play Demon Souls or the like the original Dark Souls to do something different. Um, but I really, really like this game as a whole. I I can tell you are playing it constantly. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm waiting for this goober to do stuff, and I know. we, uh, you know. I love you to death, but we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, we've seen each other for a solid two and a half weeks. And, you know, it's been it's been great. There's nothing new because we're doing exactly the same thing with each other. The only time is when you go out grocery shopping or I go grocery shopping. That's the only time we're away from each other right now, which it's great. It's good. But, you know, video games are kind of our escape and some anime that we're watching. So, yes, it's this very much feels like the beginning. What level did you get in Stardew Valley? I don't know. (laughs) It very much feels like the start of COVID with our newborn because like we don't leave the house. We go on several walks a day. We play video games. 
Yeah. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, I do some exercises. And yep. yeah, when you're healed enough to do exercises, you'll be doing yes. those with me too. So Hooray. It's a good nine. I, I, I highly recommend this, but again, you got to be motivated to play it. For sure. Yeah. And it is fun to watch. Uh, I'm looking at a new game. I'm going to play a couple other games. I'm, I'm probably going to start jumping in that Metro game sooner than later. Oh, yeah. I'll probably play that with you. And if you absolutely hate it, it was 16 bucks, and I don't care that much. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not good at shooters. I just like the story of the original one, so that's why I wanted to play it. Gotcha. Story's okay, but if you like it, we'll keep playing it. Again, it was 15 bucks for everything, so I don't care that much. Yeah, you played like the first 40 minutes a couple weeks ago, and I slept through most of it. That's why I was like, well, I'm going to play Dark Souls 3. If yep. she's going to sleep through a game, play one that she's already slept through. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, if you want to reach out to us, guys, we're at gamingmarriage at gmail.com or at gamingmarriage on Twitter. If there's any games you recommend you want me to play, uh, email us. Send we have a, lots of time. We have lots of time. David, I know you want me to play Monster Hunter Rise. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, maybe you'll come over and show it to me. Okay. How about that? I'll, I'll make you bring it over so I can at least see it. And then if it motivates me enough, maybe I'll I'll play that. Sounds good. I need a good multiplayer game. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.